0: another instant reaction edition of the net report podcast joining me once again is Richie schneider today we are talking about the latest transfer out of the program offensive lineman Cedric pallian uh, i think he's been here two years now just announced that he is entering the
1: portal uh
0: richie what does this mean for the team next year because he was a guy who i believe started last year at one point right
1: yeah um actually over the past two years he appeared in 20 games which i'm quote me if i'm wrong but uh, i think that's every single game over the past two years um he started in nine of those games at left guard. He was kind of in and out, uh, depending on injuries, depending on everything. Um, it it wasn't a good offensive line. I think we all kind of knew that. Uh, he was just more of a plug and play guy. I think Greg kind of took him what two weeks into his uh, tenure at Rutgers, the second time around. Yeah, got him on campus, took him, and was like, "Hey, maybe I can get this guy to this JUCO guy to fill in for a year or two, so I can develop a couple dudes." Um, they've obviously done that. Uh, I don't think he, the writing was kind of on the wall that he wasn't going to be a player at guard this year, pending health with everybody, obviously. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of ironic too, because I was looking back at my depth chart prediction for uh, spring game and I'm like, oh, where the hell did I happen? And I'm like, oh, I, I didn't have him. on. <laughs> so, I mean, you could say I'm predicting the future a little bit, but uh, yeah, I think a lot of people shouldn't be really too shocked by this one. Yeah,
0: I think the writing was on the wall for a lot of the, uh-huh. the offensive linemen in the program when we took four transfers and we took yeah. seven high schoolers, right? Yep.
1: Some, so we knew, that,
0: we knew that the thinning was coming. Uh, this is,
1: I think, the second guy who's left this spring, mm-hmm. If I'm correct? I think there's yeah. – um, I believe so. I have that list in front of me. Uh, I don't even remember who left. Rosso, I guess.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Yep. I don't remember when Rosso left,
1: but uh, – Actually, I think
0: he did leave. Um, after the season as well. Gotcha. So do you
1: see? Do you see more
0: people leaving uh, around the time of the spring game or before the spring game? Do you think this is just a process that'll continue to to kind of see it work its way through?
1: Yeah, I think it's only a matter of time. They got to cut. I think if if my scholarship chart is correct, which it's obviously it's unofficial, so it's hard to like balance everything especially with chiano math with that's like two plus two equals fish and stuff like that but uh (laughs) yeah no they're definitely going to cut some more weight i think i think offensive line especially um you don't bring in seven freshmen and four like you said four transfers unless you're the guys there aren't doing their job so i mean you'll you'll lose some weight there i think there'll be a couple a couple other positions and i'll i'm expecting a couple guys to just enter um defensive line's got a ton of young dudes I could see one of them getting upset because they're not getting playing time or something like that, especially with the way the portal works. Um, I'm sure schools are, I'm not going to say they're not tampering, but there's definitely tampering involved. Um, so I'm sure schools are going to reach out to kids and be like, Hey, like we know you're not playing there. You want to come over here and start like stupid shit like that. Or you back channel a little bit, kind of like what Syracuse did with Elijah Clark and Deuce Chestnut and, and hey, Hey, are best friends, you guys can talk like, but yep. yeah, there's going to be, there's going to be more, some more shedding of the, uh, of the weight on this roster where I, my best guess is probably in the trenches, maybe even receiver. There's a ton of receivers here um at Rutgers and it's, it's only a matter of time until like, some of these guys aren't just, they're going to notice they're not playing at all.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it's also a number of games. We took two transfers in a receiver. We've mm-hmm. taken a, a bunch this past two recruiting classes and, um, and the production hasn't been great on the field, so I think there might be a handful of guys that naturally see their way out. Um, but speaking of transfers, do you see any any more transfers coming in prior to the start of the 2022 season? Yeah, I, there.
1: it, it, There's no secret they need a linebacker badly. Um, these guys are extremely young. I think uh, I had the whole depth chart pulled up before, but uh, among the whole group, they have – what one senior in uh Deion Jennings? That's about it, and I don't even know if he's a senior mm-hmm. technically because the whole eligibility thing is all out of whack with the COVID year. Um, yeah, and and he's not really producing either, so it's it seems like Tyreen Powell has one of those spots locked down. I want to say they're probably going to run a lot of a lot of nickel, and it's going to be mostly two linebacker sets, but your other linebacker is going to be either a redshirt freshman in Benton or a true freshman in Walker, so you, you kind of need that veteran presence there. Uh, Maybe just a surefire tackler, someone that could just, you could throw in there and it's almost like what we were just talking about before, the plug and play. You just need a plug and play guy that can come in for a year, be a stop cap until Walker or Benton can take that next leap to the next level.
0: Yeah, for sure. And that was a guy that just from watching the portal or not a guy, the position just from watching the portal, we followed a ton of linebackers and didn't really have any that worked out. We even offered a couple. That's probably the only position group we totally struck out on that we actually made offers to, unless you're counting kicker with uh, Chad Ryland, uh, which i yeah. not really, but. That was an odd one. That was a strange one, but I think he's he's going to be really good for Maryland. Uh, that's yeah. the type of position that could, you know, that could win you a game really, yeah. realistically. You know, with how Rutgers played last year, they they weren't attempting any field goal beyond 40 yards unless it was, you know, life or death. And you can get a, a you know, a 50 yard attempt that you feel pretty good about late in the fourth quarter to get yourself three points. That could be the make or break uh, between a game.
1: Yeah. Probably.
0: Um So, yeah, I mean, that's really kind of all we have on this one, guys. Richie, is there anything else that you wanted to, to kind of bring up regarding uh Palant?
1: Um, not, not really. I mean, like, like I said, I don't think he was going to really see the depth chart or even be a down too deep. I, I would argue. Ioran Brown kind of stepped up last season. He's a guy that's going to step up at guard. Uh, Brian Felters kind of rotating in and out of guard. So he's another one. Um, trying to look at who else Dunlap pending health. Obviously Sutton will probably be a starter pending health. Um, JD Dorenzo can play guard or tackle. Uh, there, there's a lot of options. So it's kind of not too surprising. Um, at the end of the day, like if you look at his recruitment, you kind of could tell what level he probably should have been on. And I think Greg thought he could strike gold a little bit. It backfires from time to time. Recruiting's not a perfect science. So here we are two years down the line. He filled in whatever he needed to. And now you're looking for a, I guess you're not really looking. He's just, he's going to be looking for a new school.
0: Yep, you just gotta take those swings. Sometimes you're not gonna hit everything. That's why you can take 11 offensive linemen in one cycle, and you really only hope yeah. probably half them to make an impact. But
1: <laughs> yeah, it's 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 crazy. Uh, the numbers game right now. It's I think it's like 41 scholarship freshmen coming, or freshmen or redshirt freshmen next year this season. That's wild. It that's a crazy stat. But we'll see. All
0: right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in again, and stay tuned because I'm sure there's more news breaking, especially with all this basketball assistant coaching rumors we're hearing swirling around by the time oh, yeah. you actually hear this this might be kind of old news at this point because it's sounding like two of our guys might be headed elsewhere so stay tuned we'll do a pod if there's any uh, shakeup in the assistant coaching staff for Rutgers basketball um and thanks for tuning in again this has been another episode of the network podcast